When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the one and only T-Quest. You're tuning into the T-Quest show. Relatable, informative, yet entertaining. Shout out to all my listeners out there. You guys know you are my favorite. And I love you guys so freaking much. Because at the end of the day, as a radio personality, I'm nothing without my listeners. Because I need people to listen to what I have to say, what my guests have to say. So always take a moment to appreciate everyone who listens, no matter where you're listening from any radio station, any streaming platform, but the fact that you took the time out to pay attention to the T-Quest show, I appreciate you guys because you already know I say it all the time, everything in life is optional. So if you take the time out to tune in, you rock. Before we get into our show, you know I love to do a mental check to make sure everyone is good, make sure everyone is okay, and always remember it is okay to not be okay. You are human, so if it's not a good day, next day might be a better day, but it's up to you to keep your motivation and keep that momentum. Like, you know what? Today wasn't too good, but tomorrow is going to be better. You have control over your emotions and your mental. If you got to trick it a little bit, do what you got to do. If you have to take a moment to do something that makes you happy, put on your favorite song, eat your favorite item, whatever you got to do, you control your happiness. So you make sure you do that. And remember, if you do need someone to talk to, I'm a busy lady, but I'll make sure I have a minute for you. Now that I take advantage of my own platform the first minute, you guys know how I like to do. Sharing is caring, so it's only time, and it's only right to share my platform with today's guest. So I'm just going to bring him on in, and we're going to just get ready to chop it up. <laughs> Hi. Hello, hello, hello. How are how you? you? I'm great, great. I'm amazing. And you're great. So that's an awesome thing. So let's start off by telling the people who you are and where you're from. I'm Daryl Armin from Connecticut. I reside now in North Carolina, Charlotte. New author, entrepreneur, dad, coach, and just son, a friend, cousin, nephew, all those things. <laughs> okay, beautiful. So I know you said you are a new author, but what I like to do on the show is bring it back a little bit, right? So when we were growing up, we had an assignment. When I grow up, I want to be. What exactly did you pick? That's a good. That's a good question, T. Um, I'm doing <laughs> what I wanted to do. I really am. I wanted to be a carpenter when I was a young age. You know that kind of birth from my mom. You know, growing up and uh, single parent, my mom was. So she used to bring items home that needed to be put together, bookshelves and all kinds of TV stands. So I, I found myself doing them. So she kind of, she breathed life into that, to that gift. And, and that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing now. I have a business here. I've been in the business and construction business since 1992. And, uh, oh, wow, whatever. But anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I'm down here. And I'm doing it, and I'm having fun. It's as easy as it's ever been, and uh, so that's what I wanted to be. That's what I'm. That's what I'm doing. I think that is beautiful because a lot of people have dreams growing up, but a lot of them don't come to life. A lot of them do not turn into reality. So I'm happy that they have happened for you, and I'm glad you're enjoying what you're doing. So I guess the question is, since you're on here to talk about your book. Talk about that area between becoming a carpenter and to turn it into an author. That just happened like rapidly. That happened being a father. Um, you know, anybody, any of your listeners that are parents, especially in today's world, it's kind of tough getting through. My son, my son's a teenager. My daughter's 14. My son's 15. He'll be 16. And you know, it's just tough getting through and you see some things, you learn some things throughout the course of that, throughout the course of your life. And you tell it to them and they're looking at you like, okay, dad, whatever, you know, so you just want to chart something to leave behind. And so that's where it came to my attention. I said, you know what, I'm going to write a book and it's based on this book particularly is based on credit and cash flow. 
And, you know, I'm working on a couple more manuscripts as we speak. So that's, that's pretty much what happened. I had no desire to write. I, I don't like writing. I, any, any of the authors, they probably know writing is not easy. And um, no. yeah. Okay. Well, I commend you on that. I always commend parents and adults who genuinely want to leave a legacy to set up the generation that's coming up behind them. You know, you see in their movies like, yeah, your father works so hard, but he's never home. Yes, because he want to make sure that he's okay with being uncomfortable so you can be comfortable coming up behind him. You know, it's it's always been a topic, not in school, but in conversation with adults that we wish that instead of school teaching certain things that we normally wouldn't use in everyday life, that they actually teach us things we use in everyday life. Something like is I know it's not happening. It's sad because it's kind of an uncomfortable society where they're pretty much trying to set you up. But it's up right. to the adults and the parents to teach your children what they really need to know, especially when it comes to the real world. Right. I feel like your book will it's, actually help with that. It does. And, you know, and you touched on the parent part and parents teaching. You know, we talk about my parents, they did. I really honestly believe, and I probably didn't believe that before I became a parent, or I didn't really give it much thought, but I think they did the best they could. And technology has advanced so much that, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like, it kind of let, let the cat out of the bag, so to speak, where all these little secrets that with credit, with cash flow, with this, with that, just owning a business and things of that nature, our parents didn't do it, or they did it, they just didn't mm-hmm. do it to the level that it's being done today. And then the other thing was, they didn't really speak about it to us. We, so we didn't really know what was going on behind the scenes. And now that you're an adult and you're a parent, like you said, mm-hmm. now you understand. So I'm curious, when you started writing the book, and like you say, you don't like to write. I can't connect with that because I'm a writer. <laughs> and I love to write. But one thing I can connect with, writing a book is not easy. You know, because it's structured just like everything else. And you want to make sure you put together a piece that you're proud of, like just being like a carpenter, too. You want to put something together that you're proud of that people are going to gravitate to the way you envision them to gravitate to. You know what I mean? So in the process of writing this book, what was some of the type of research strategies that you went through to come up with the complete project? Right. Some of the stuff I endured throughout the project was first of all just trying to find my space to write mm-hmm. course of day i mean you get up you go to work you come home and you want to relax a little and, and you say to yourself either on the way home or before you even leave the house i'm gonna come home and i'm gonna start writing and and, mm-hmm. and that doesn't happen <laughs> right so, <laughs> i mean i even had dates where i was like I'm going to drop the book on this date, you know, and I haven't even been chapter five yet. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of it for me came into just finding my space to write, which oddly was at like two in the morning. Mm. Space where everything was shut off around me. And, you know, once I found that place, I adjusted my life where I would just come home, go to sleep, wake up two, three o'clock in the morning and write for about five hours. Mm. And then you you tapped on the research. I mean, I wrote I wrote based on the information that I had. And then you want to go back and make sure that it's valid, that it's just not hearsay, that you're just not pumping out thinking, just talking. So I did it was extensive research throughout my life, talking to other people, uh, many people. Uh, of all wife and through all parts of the United States, just talking to them and trying to find that common denominator with these two subjects, credit and cash flow. You touched on a few things. Um, as a writer, they always say, you got to push yourself and try your best to at least give it at least a good 30 minutes to an hour a day. And I'm just like, I barely get through my daily errands because especially when you're an adult, you have so many responsibilities that even if you want to do it, Sometimes you get sidetracked because you have so much going on and you never know the time you'll have to create can be an odd hour in the middle of the night, like you said, and you'll go for hours. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do to 
achieve the ultimate goal. So that's super awesome. And research is so critical and important because once you release a book, it's out there. You can't retract it. Like they already have it. It's in their possession. So you want to take your time to put something together full of quality and there's no regrets after. Right. Right. That's correct. That's correct. Absolutely. So one thing that caught my attention when it comes to the book is the title. So explain to the listeners why you came up with the title, Christmas is Coming. That title, Christmas is Coming, was actually the subtitle, which is All I Want for Christmas is Good Credit and Positive Cash Flow. It was the title originally. Okay. As recent as today, I went back and looked at my notes. was like, this was going to be the title. Uh, Again, doing my research, talking to other authors and just listening to uh, certain YouTube videos and things of that nature, it it was thrown out there that you you should also have a subtitle. So that's when I changed it around and I came up with Christmas is Coming probably about six weeks actually before I released the book. Christmas is Coming because it's about expectation. So it's about expectation. What do you expect? And for my kids, again, the premise, the why, what are you expecting? At some point, like I say, my daughter's 14, my son's 15. At some point, it's going to have to get materialistic things. And we're going to start wanting and expecting other things. And that's pretty much where the title comes from. Of course, at a quick glance, <laughs> it's like Christmas is coming. Like, what do you mean? And depending on what type of year right. they actually read it, they may be confused. And I'm glad you said something about the importance of a subtitle because at first glance, if it's not around that season of Christmas, people may overlook the book. But at the same time, when you read the subtitle, then you get a little sneak peek to what's actually inside. So Break this down like a quick synopsis of what's actually in the book for your readers. That's tough. I mean, I go into education about what credit actually is, how it's derived, where it comes from, what makes up your credit, um, as far as the age of your credit, the percentages of credit you should be using, how to how to address your credit, how to know why you're using your credit, looking at your looking at your income. Looking at your emotions, you talked about emotions in the beginning of the show, and people do different things based on their emotions. One of those things is shopping. You know, Mm -hmm. people shop excessively, sometimes because of their emotions. I was one of them, so I know. And Or or it may be eating, Uh, but how are you paying for the food? You're using credit, anything like that. So I talk about things like that, and and then more importantly, I talk about increasing your cash flow, which what I found is the underlying issue with negative credit or challenged credit. So for years and years, and right now, especially on the internet, you look on a lot of social media platforms all over, they're telling you how to fix your credit score. Absolutely. How to increase your credit. What, what about when I mess it up again? Or what about how, about how do I prevent from messing it up again? So that I don't have to keep repeating this stuff, right? So Absolutely. that's really what I wanted to put out. Again, talking the audience, the only audience that I spoke to when I wrote this book, because I didn't want them to do these things, right? And I knew that the underlying issue of negative credit was people just didn't have enough money. They were overspending. We we we, we overspend, and we don't have we don't have the money. So again, I talk about those things in the book. I talk about wage credit. Simple things like reporting your rent. A lot of people don't know they can report their rent. Things of that nature. Uh, I, I go into a lot of stuff, a lot of little things that people may have known and a lot of things that people probably don't know. Yeah. It's interesting that um, we're having this conversation right now because, you know, I was a, co- a guest host on another show. And normally they're talking about relationships, right? Because that's a very popular subject. And a lot of people are tuned in all the time. But then we did a show about finances. And all of a sudden, the dynamic and the crowd participation just faded. And I'm like, relationships are very important because two people on matter that's a relationship, whether it's regular or intimacy. But finances is very important, too. 
but a lot of people don't want to have that conversation about credit and how to build credit and how to fix things. And some of them, like you said, it's it's the money problem. Well, I ain't got it. So it is what it is. And that's why I'm glad that you wrote this book explaining what you need to be looking out for and not just the stuff on the surface, but really digging deep to the root of some of the problems to actually help them going forward. Mentioned relationships. I do have a very piece. I have a good piece in there about relationships, uh, whether you are single or whether you're married. I mean, we talk about it. I've done the research. A lot of people get divorced because of that money and they can't see eye to eye on the screen. They can't see eye to eye and it causes problems. Um, so again, you know, you look in the book, it talks about that. It talks about how to finance, uh, how to adjust as a single person, how to make adjustments and how to set yourself up, even as having a roommate, some roommates, how to properly qualify your roommate. So you don't run into more friendships over this stuff. So, I mean, this credit and credit is causing these type of problems, not just with the score. The score is really uh it's not that important as a relationship with someone so mm-hmm. we want to really focus on that and that's what i do in the book so since the book has been out what type of feedback have you been getting out i've been getting good feedback i've been really getting really good feedback um you know the interviews uh you know you can't really schedule them the way i would like to schedule them it took a few weeks for us to schedule this one i've been getting really good feedback um you know we're in the midst of what we're the, the world is having what's going on, what's going on. So I can't get out enough uh, to speak live in places and promote like I would like to. Not really big on social media platforms, um, but in the right direction. And yeah, you know, you know, you, you, you was grinding me up on that, but that's cool. Uh, but, you know, because again, I didn't write it down the street saying, you know what? I'm gonna write a hope it becomes bestseller and I want 50,000 people to buy it. So it kind of just pulled me and so I'm here, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna rock it. So I know you say you're not big on social media, which is very evident to me personally. But at the same time, it's all about adjusting to the new norm, just like this platform <laughs> and doing radio and doing zooms and doing stream yards. Now, are you open to yes. considering doing Zoom? seminars for people who generally want the help that you and your book can provide outside of them just purchasing yeah. a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good you brought that up. Uh, we've been on a project now um, with uh, um, with uh, Brandy Hunt, uh, amazing lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's also an author. Uh, interview with Brandy, yourself and her. And uh, so we are working on this year. And so, yeah, definitely. And I'm I'm moving I'm moving in the right direction with the social media. Don't don't beat me up too bad, T. <laughs> I would never do that. You know, like I say, just like everything was going on in society, it's just about adjusting to what's happening right now. Social media is a big deal, especially for a lot of entrepreneurs <laughs> that have their businesses oh, absolutely. and stuff. So you have to learn how to use it to your advantage yeah. and then make sure if you're the type that's not really into it, make sure you have the proper people that's out there representing and marketing your brand properly. So you don't personally have to do it. Right. <laughs> yeah, because you know okay. that's what I don't like. <laughs> I, know you, I know you don't, yeah. but you know, at the end of the day, you're a boss, you know what to do. You know how to put people in a place to handle the business for the bigger picture. So that's a beautiful thing. So yeah. you're already on the right track. <laughs> Show all the people out there who yes. may not know. Let's tell the people yes. exactly how they yeah. can find the book. Oh, good. The book is on Amazon right now. Christmas is coming. It's on Amazon. You can see on the publishing website, which is uh, charge it to the number two, charge it to my head.com. Uh, the mm-hmm. ebook and the paperback is on Amazon, and the paperback is available, signed autograph copy. That's how you're going to get it. So you're already signing the autographs? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's okay. funny, it's, you know, it's funny. Signing autographs is like, I never sign them the same, especially because I have a Y and two L's in my name. So I can't just do like most autographs, just scribble all the way through. I have to give the Y and the L some emphasis. I actually thought when you first stated that, 
that you do like something special for each individual you're signing an autograph to, like a little note. I'm like, really? But then I realized it's because of the way your name is spelled. So any final words, words of wisdom, anything you want to give your potential and we're hoping for new readers information about you, your book or whatever. To do some things with your credit. Uh, I mean, technology has allowed us to not really even rely on our credit as much when we really can increase our cash flow. And that's where, like I say, the underlying issue, just credit in a good position and make it good for some big purchases, not small purchases like sneakers or anything like that. You know, put it in position so that you can make good, big purchases, get great interest rates on those big purchases that you make and focus on focus on increasing your cash flow, running a small business, doing what T's doing, expanding your business, things of that nature. And just do that. And for those of you that uh, don't have life insurance, get some life insurance. I mean, because like T mentioned, legacy and things of that nature, leaving something behind, cars, we insure our apartment. So let's talk to the people about what you really want them to receive once reading this book. Uh, and how important it is to different things in your life. A lot of people use credit cards like every day for different things where they shouldn't. I put some solutions in there on how to do that. The, the follow-up to this book will go into a little bit more in detail things about how to increase your cash flow, how to increase your cash flow. Okay. Uh, increase your cash flow. That's like the underlying issue of negative credit. That's like one of the most common issues that people really don't talk about. Okay. But technology allows you to do so many things. Uh, like what you're doing and um, other things, uh, Uber, selling things on Amazon, just all kinds of things, different uh, uh, crafts that people have, different talents that people have. Just make make a conscious effort to just do more. And it's actually enjoyable. It's pleasurable. You know, speaking, writing that book, speaking to lovely people like T and all the other interviewers that have interviewed me about, about this book. But uh, do that so that you can have your credit ready when you want to do some big purchases like purchasing a house or purchasing a car. And you can get you can take advantage of better interest rates. Interest rates are very low right now. But a lot of people tell you you're not going to get those good interest rates if your credit scores are a certain score. So your credit score should always be up above in the six between 680 and 720. You're safe. You're safe between 680 and 720. And then the other thing, the other thing, T, you talked about legacy in the beginning, and you mentioned legacy. The other thing, a very quick, easy way to, to deal with that, is just get some life insurance. Mm -hmm. Get some life insurance. Absolutely. And get some life insurance. A lot of people don't have it. Get it um, for your loved ones and things of that nature. Get, get, get life insurance. No, I totally agree. I've had my life insurance since in my 20s. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, and um on my policy I leave everything to my niece and nephews. Perfect. You know, because at the end of the day, just because I don't have children right now in my mind and in my heart, they are the next generation. Right. So I'm leaving all my, you know, my fortunes to the baby. Right. <laughs> you don't have kids yet, but you're still young. I'm okay. That's a whole nother story, but I'm not be a part of the mommy train. Realistically, I probably end up being a stepmother, but I, I don't believe I'm gonna be a mother, which is perfectly fine. I mother a lot of people. Okay? Right. <laughs> I'm definitely a mother figure for a lot of people, so I'm okay with that. But yes, it's very smart to have life insurance, especially with everything that's been going on in society and me being like a go-to type of therapist. A lot of people have many deaths in their lives. You know, oh, yeah. a lot of them been stressing about when it comes to funeral costs, you know, and if they want to do that or they want to do the ashes. Yes. I was just talking to someone who said they had a, a DJ because, you know, I know a lot of DJs. He had to sell his equipment to bury his father. It was just really sad. I'm like, I really wish that people really thought about the future. Think so about it's that. not so much stress because technically if you're the one that's gone, you're gone. You're going. You're the people that's still here is the one that have to deal with everything. Your, your survivors. What about your survivors? 
Exactly. You know? And so, I mean, I can tell you right now, I lost my dad. I had to bury my dad a few years ago. Was, that's an easy 10 grand right off the rip. Absolutely. That's an easy 10 grand. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, it's good, you know, have life insurance. I mean, get it while you're young, you know, before you start to get up in age, 50, 60, and you become somewhat uninsurable. But I talk about life insurance, but more importantly, it's better to talk to someone that does it, a life insurance agent. Mm-hmm. And but, but you got to get it. I mean, we spend our money on so many things. And then we just, the things that we should spend it on, we don't. So the book really talks about that. I hope it really, I know it will. It's not that I hope it will. I hope it will. I know it will. I know it will give people a different mindset when it comes to their credit. Credit, this is probably the only show that I've ever said this, but credit is a bit overrated. I, I've never said that on any of the interviews I've done, but it's a little overrated. Uh-huh. Uh, it's overrated, very overrated. Cash is still king. So uh, you look at all these businesses that were filing bankruptcy throughout the uh, pandemic. Uh, they ran out of cash. Simple. They ran out of cash. So cash is still king. Um, so do what you need to do. If you were thinking about starting a business, start that business. Don't quit your day job. You don't have to quit your job in order to start a small business. Mm-hmm. This technology will allow you, technology today will allow you to do that, uh, to have a small business and build a team around that and increase your cash flow and stop using your credit to pay for your vacations. Use your cash. Save up throughout the year, plan, save, and do it. You know, I remember... I grew up in PT in Bridgeport, Connecticut. And everybody had, like, there were so many people that had businesses. Uh, Abraham, Mr. Abraham, he sold candy. I don't know how much money he made, but I always went there first for candy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ICs, and they were a quarter. But I went there, and I got my IC. I got my candy. Uh, Carlos, the ice cream truck, he came through. He came through, and he worked during the day. He didn't come through till about four or five o'clock. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But but he he was increasing his cash flow. That's what he was doing. Absolutely. You no, know? so we need to get creative. I think we've lost our creativity, and uh, we need to just get creative and do what we're doing. Look at here, we are we're on this platform, and I'm home, you're home, and we're talking, Absolutely. and you know. It, this this is the way that we're evolving, and we need to uh, we need to get into this. We need to take part in it. Absolutely, no, I totally get it because I'm like I love being a radio personality, but I'm not going to stop me not being at the radio station to stop doing what I'm doing. You know, I'm like I'm going to find a way to record my audio so I can still right. be on the platforms and the radio stations. Right. So I, I totally understand that, and just like um being an entrepreneur they like you're always on the go you're always working 24 7 i'm like i'm either working 24 7 or i'm researching 24 7 trying to elevate and increase in all that i do 24 7 because at the end of the day i want to make sure that in the future even now i want to be comfortable right and i want to be able to if i want to splurge be okay with splurging not going into a rainy day account because i want to go on vacation because i'm like "Ah, i gotta get out of here no, yeah, like, look, I want to go. I'll call my travel agent, tell it to Winnie's Escapes travel agency. I'm like, look, I need a trip. I need to get out of here. I want to go these days. Years right. And don't have to worry about nothing. Why? Because I don't spin crazy. Right. You know, even with her, um, shout out to Winnie Lee. She not only is a travel company, but she helps people with their finances. And she was like, technically, you do have the money, but if you stop spending recklessly, you realize how much money you actually have. Right. Recklessness, just crazy, you know. Things people, you know, spend on excessive clothes, food, and all the other good stuff. But um, you know, once you set goals and you track your goals, not just set them, but just track them. The analytics of your own self. You know, you talk about you're on different platforms, social media, um, and on the back of that is the analytics of it. How many posts does it take to get here? Our uh, uh, views and uh, unique unique users and unique this and unique that. Mm-hmm. So we talk about that thing from that perspective. What yes. about what about from me and you? What about from the individual? What is the analytics of my life? What is the probability that if I save two hundred dollars a month, that I'll be able to have 
discount payment next year or the year after. That's that's what this book, that's what we're talking about. That's where we want to go. We want to talk about the reality of what you make and what you actually bring home. The gross and the net. They see it on their checks, but they don't know exactly what it means. <laughs> what it means. I mean, people you realize that when you go buy a car, when you go buy a house, they approve you based on your gross, mm-hmm. not your net. That's, that's like 20 to 30% less mm-hmm. than what you actually have to spend. They're approving me on that. Mm-hmm. That's, not, that's not fair, but it's not up to them to know it. You know, there's a. I remember when I bought a car. I bought a car, my one of my first cars that I actually paid for, right? Mm-hmm. It was a stick shift, and that thing wouldn't even. I got. I drove away. I got ready to get on the highway, and it wouldn't go up. It would not go up. What? It it, it just wouldn't go. It, it had no moment. It wouldn't go into fifth gear. Mm. But I, I already paid the guy. I drove back to his house and I said, bro, this, he said, Hey, I told you the car was as is. I said, Oh, so in other words, I needed to know what I needed to know before I purchased it. Exactly. Check your car facts. I needed to know. <laughs> so you need to know what you need to know before you go make large purchases. Mm-hmm. You need to know what your debt to income is before you go. You need to know what your credit score is before you go and these are these are the things we talk about in the book and um it's gonna change some it's gonna change some situations i know that for a fact um i'm pretty sure too just from this interview i can tell it's gonna change some things because it's real i hate when it comes to purchasing and knowing what's going on i remember somebody who purchased a used car and they were just driving on the highway one person never made it to the highway one person yeah. made it to the highway and the car blew up like yeah. <laughs> you have those situations. That's crazy. Yeah. And then yeah. in their mind, well, you bought it. It's not on me anymore. It's on you. So I don't know what to tell you. No. It's not doing you. As is. You don't sign now. You don't took the keys. You don't drove off. You know? Exactly. So and that's right there, just life lessons. You know, life I lessons. feel the time. If you don't go to school, if you're not around mentors that really help you, the internet is your friend. Don't go on YouTube to watch music videos or play video games. Like use the net to your advantage. Talk to people like yourself that has books to help you elevate and increase in life. Like this is what you need to be putting your your money to and um putting your time into so you can actually enjoy the one life that you have. That's right. That's right. It's easy to do. Yeah. It's easy to do now. It's just so many things that are available to people. And the kids are the kids are so they have so much energy. My kids have a lot of energy. And um they're in a good place. They really are. Uh they're really in a good place. Uh and they get I mean, they're still kids, don't get me wrong. I don't have they got some issues, man. My kids uh, but they're in a good place because because of technology, I've have I've had access to so much stuff mm-hmm. that I I give them now. I give them some things now that I didn't have when I was a kid because my parents yeah. didn't have access to it. Yeah, and, you know, they just didn't have access. Let's just be up upfront about it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I have access to it now, and I give it to them. So uh, these these children now, your nieces, your nephews, they really had a good they really had a good advantage right now in the world. They really are. They do. And they have two parents that's in finance. <laughs> and my sister, she um, does all the bookings and stuff, even though her husband can, but, you know, he's more of the, like the breadwinner and that's his part. But at oh. the same time, she counts every dime, every cent, everything she do, every bill, rainy day. Like she don't play. And mainly because, of course, she don't want to struggle she don't want to stress she don't want to be uncomfortable she wants to really genuinely live life but most importantly she wants to make sure that her kids uh-huh. are good to go no matter what right the want for anything right right you know? so like legacy is a, it's a big deal it is a big deal 
Mm-hmm. It is a big deal, you know. I'm, and a lot of times, it's not even recognized until you, till you're gone, until you pass away. Okay. So, um, you know, but you have to know what you're doing. You have to be intentional about what you're doing. And it sounds like your sister and your brother-in-law. It sounds like they're very intentional about what they're doing and to impact their kids both now and when they've, you know, when they've moved, when when they've transitioned. Absolutely, absolutely. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, it has been. On the and dropping that knowledge because that's the reason why I set up my show the way that I do. I want you to talk to people, not just music artists or celebrities, but mainly entrepreneurs, people that's out here that has something for the people so they can actually benefit and increase in life. You know, to look at things from a different perspective, things that's relatable, informative, yeah, entertaining, because that's my part. But yeah. um, this is what the people need, and I'm glad to have the platform to uh, allow people like yourself to be on here. So any final words for our listeners? Yeah, like I said, get the book. First of all, go get the book. Just mm-hmm. stop playing. Go get the book. It's an e-book. It's mm-hmm. paperback. You can pay for it. It's not expensive. $14.99 paperback. I think, believe the Kindle is about 6 bucks. And you, you, can, you can go get that right now. Start reading it tonight. Okay? Today, tonight, whatever. You can go, go start reading, depending on what country you're in when you see this, right? Mm-hmm. So get that. And just be conscious about what you're doing with your money. Mm-hmm. Be conscious about it. This is the first time I've said it. i said it on the show. But if you ever see me live, if you ever see me stand flat-footed before an audience, I will definitely tell you that credit is overrated. Fix it. Get it where it needs to be. Don't rely on it. Don't rely on it. There's other things that you can do to not rely on credit. And I got something for you, T. Keep doing what you're doing. I thank you for this platform. You've been consistent for many, many years. I've um, We haven't done much together. However, we, we talk periodically. And I see you. I see you through social media, which I, I, I guess I, I'm... I have to get more involved, right? But I see you. you, If you're listening to this show, if you're listening to this because you wanted to hear me, follow this lady right here. Believe me, follow her. And if you're you're listening to this, if you're hearing me for the first time because of her, keep following her because she's going somewhere and you don't want to wait until she changed her phone number. (laughs) I know y'all do. Y'all make it thing and then y'all start changing your phone number. So, <laughs> smile on her, be true to her. She she puts a lot of work in. I mean, it's 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 it's, uh, it's incredible. You know, I'm attracted to consistency. I really am. I really, I I, I don't want to go there and start dropping, but I'm attracted to it. And and you are very consistent. And I wish you all the best for what you do in the future. I appreciate that. And that's just a reminder that I'm on the right track, and to keep going and elevate and increase every day, you know? So I appreciate you. Is there any way of the people to contact you outside of going on Amazon to purchase Christmas is Coming? Yeah, you can actually go on the uh, publishing website. My email is there. You just fill out the contact me information and you can can contact me via email. Um, and, And that's pretty much the best way to get in touch with me via email. If you read the book or when you read the book, I said, when you read the book, if you have any questions, yeah, when you read it, while you're reading it, you have any questions, just shoot me an email, go to the publishing website, which is charge it to the number two, charge it to myhead.com. Go to the contact me page, contact us and shoot me uh, an email and I'll definitely get back to you for sure. Beautiful. Well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Daryl Harmon, the author of Christmas is Coming. All I want for Christmas is good credit and positive cash flow. They got a paperback. Appreciate you. I just want to say having this interview just now with Daryl was definitely enlightening because having good credit is something we hear all the time. There's some people that don't take it serious. There's a lot of people that actually do. And they put in their minds that Having good credit, especially as an adult, where a lot of responsibilities, or if you're trying to be an entrepreneur, is a big deal. You know, if you're like, well, 
I'm not trying to buy in at this. I'm good. I'm like, no, you really got to do your research, especially as an adult, <laughs> you know, especially um, speaking of responsibilities and life and, you know, the pandemic and everything. A lot of entrepreneurs have emerged, right? But what do you do? You don't just have a product, sell it, make money, call it a day. For some people, it works for them. For other people, it's not that easy. If you really go through all the steps, credit is a big deal. You have to have your business account, and then you have to be approved for it. How to be approved for it when it comes to your um, own personal credit and everything. They want to see how consistent you are with paying your bills on time, how many lines you have open. Everything plays a factor. But a lot of people only know the surface stuff and they don't do your research. That's the whole reason why when it comes to the T-Quest show, I like to take time out to converse with different entrepreneurs, business owners, authors, take the time to really dig deep into what you're doing, what you're selling, what you're promoting, what you're trying to put out there, you know, because it helps people get more of an insight so then they can go purchase your product, listen to your music, go to your events, visit your storefronts, etc. You know, but also doing research, a lot of things that's more serious people stray away from because they think it's boring. They think it's a lecture like, oh, it doesn't really affect my life, so I'm good. In a lot of cases, it really does affect your life more than you can imagine. And that's why I like to have this platform. So people can get like a, a over, how can I put this? A long commercial <laughs> explaining what something is and maybe it's right for you. Now, I know personally, I wouldn't want to listen to a lot of shows about credit and stuff. and But I do take the time to actually do it. And I'm actually pleasantly surprised in the end. Why? Because I know what I want especially as an entrepreneur. And I know that's a big deal. And in order for me to prosper the right way, I have to do what? Do my research. That's why I want to encourage everyone to purchase Daryl's book because you'll have the play-by-play, what to do. And what makes his book even more phenomenal is the fact that he actually talks about a cash flow. You know, having more than one stream of income, which is a big deal. Everyone knows when it comes to money, you need it to live, to survive. Even with this uncomfortableness of COVID, a lot of people cash flow just stopped. Did you have a backup? Did you have a plan? Did you put money aside for that rainy day? You know, you hear that so much on TV. And in movies, but have you actually done it? Most people, and it's crazy because a lot of them was on my mind, having during the whole pandemic is a lot of people live paycheck to paycheck. When that happened, the checks stopped abruptly. If you live paycheck to paycheck, what did you do after that last check was over? What do we do now? What about my bills? What about my kids? What about my life? What just happened? You see what I'm saying? That's why it's good to make sure you are good all the way around. Be your own backup system. Make sure you have more than one stream of income just in case. Make sure you really do have a rainy day account. Make sure you do have good credit because even if you have good credit and you had to apply for a credit card, something you probably would never even thought about doing, it will help you so you can be a little bit comfortable as you figure things out. There's a lot of shows and stations and networks that people are like, oh, that's too boring. Why should I hear all that? No, that's what you need to hear from. Not saying it's boring, but to educate yourself is just genius. And a lot of the things, if you just take the time out to research, it's not as bad as you may think it is. You know, even with me as an entertainer, and an entrepreneur in the entertainment, media, and fashion business, 
certain things used to look very confusing to me. And I'm just like, I don't understand. This looks complicated. What do I do? But then I was like, no, it's complicated because I don't know it yet. I'm not going to count myself out. I'm going to take the time, figure it out. I'm going to learn it. I'm going to study it. And I'm going to apply it. And then after a while, it started to make sense. Even when it comes to different professions, it's like, what? When they're talking to you, like, what? You know, it seems like they're speaking in code. It seems like they're speaking another language. And it's crazy because I personally feel every profession has its own language, its own acronyms, its own sayings, its own codes. And you have to actually be in it to understand the majority of it or connect it to it. You know, like as a singers, our language would be like the scales, do to do, do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do, which is equivalent to C, D, E, F, you know what I'm saying, et cetera, and going back to A. Scales, that's part of our language. G clef, the bass, treble, it's part of our language. And then connected to that is, you know, when we play the piano, it's part of the language. When it comes to DJing and controllers, turntables, CJs, JB speakers, you know, producers, when it comes to programs, FL, free studio, personas, um, what's another popular one? <laughs> you know, Pro Tools, every part has a different language. And it's confusing to the outside world. But if you take the time out to study it, after a while you start to get it. Just like when it comes to good credit and stuff, you may not look at it like, uh, I'm okay. No, you're not okay. This is part of life. And you need to take the time out to educate yourself. And like, you know what? I get this. I needed this. I'm glad it's here. And that's why I'm happy. Like I said, you put the look out, cash flow. Make sure you have multiple streams of income. This is a big deal. A big deal. You know, once you want to be comfortable and then some. And I'm not just talking about comfortable. Like, well, I'm good with this. And I put a little money aside for this, this, that, and third. I'm good. No. Like the pandemic, you never know when something big is going to hit you. You could be driving on the road. Like every day, everyday life, going to work, to and fro, whatever. God forbid some glass broke and you, you know, driving and then meow, right in the tire. But it's four tires. What happens if it hits all four tires? Of course, oh, we pray that you're going to be okay. But now you got to get new tires. That's already about four to 500 plus additional. Did you have that to the side for situations like this? Do you have that extra income that you're comfortable enough to pay this so you can get right back on the road? A lot of people don't, but there's a lot of people that do because they want to take what's going on in life and society responsibilities very seriously. Who wants to stress aggravations, having bills and deadlines, etc. Sometimes it becomes team too much. So why would you want to put yourself through that? And I must be honest, there's a lot of things that's easier said than done. I'm not going to take away from that at all. But at the same time, we're living in a new world. We got to adjust to a new norm. If the pandemic didn't open your eyes, then I don't know what to tell you. This is time you got to get your together. Your mind, your body, your soul. Your mental, your finances. So if anything is to happen again, even though it's not over, you know what I'm saying? You know exactly how to maneuver through it. You'll feel better within it. Take the time out to do your research. Just like like the 2020, it was an interesting year. It's a sad year. It's crazy how over... A half a million people have passed away from the situation. But like I said, a lot of entrepreneurs have emerged. Some of them just quickly doing stuff for quick money because, yo, I just lost my job. I need my money. I got to do something. Let's get it. 
But then a lot of people was complaining about what situation. Dang, I want to go out. I want to party. I want to chill with my friends. I want to chill with my fool. And others like, yo, I'm not happy. I'm unhappy. I'm stressed out. I got bills. I don't know what to do. You see what I'm saying? Now what? What did you do with the gear? Did you complain? Was you stressed out? Was you sad? Filled with anxiety? Maybe to a certain degree. But then what? Like in a song, you may fall down, but did you get back up? Did you really take a moment like, yo, I got to figure some stuff out. I got to figure out my next move. Figure out my next grind. Figure out my next hustle. This ain't cute. I ain't with this. This has been a perfect time for people to educate themselves. Read more. Study more. It's it's so it's so easy nowadays. You can watch videos, you know, you can do Zoom parties, you can talk to people, even with the book. The book is right there for you. Daryl wrote it. Go purchase it. Go read it. Educate yourself. Elevate yourself. And do what you gotta do. Find out how to maneuver through life a little better. Better for you. Better for your kids. Better for your family. I'm only saying this because for all my listeners out there, you guys already know what it is. I love you guys. And I I designed my show to either help people promote themselves, their business, their music, etc. But at the same time, to help the people that are listening. They may have something that you may need. A song may soothe and heal the mind, the heart, the body, the spirit. Make you smile, make you dance, make you think. When it comes to me interviewing these authors, they have this book that, whether it's novels, romantic novels, or um, song movies, movies, <laughs> books about their lives, or even educationals, educational books. It's here for a reason. I'm interviewing them for a reason. I do all this for you. Because I want to see you smile, laugh more, but most importantly, elevate in life. Grow to be a bigger and better person than you was the day before. We're only on this earth for one lifetime. That's it. We can't turn back the hands of time. We can't rewind. We can only go forward. So what you doing going forward? They say you only live once. No. You're supposed to live every day. You're going to die once. So while you're living, what are you going to be doing while you're here? Complaining? Stressing? Aggravated? Pissed off? Settling? Or you're going to take advantage of being alive and being happy and comfortable as, as much as you can realistically. A lot of things people say is easier said than done. But you still got to put in the effort. You still got to put your best foot forward. And that's why I love interviewing people like Daryl on my show. To have this great product for you to check out. This book for you to go purchase and to read. So you can become a better you. So your situation can be even better. And then you can help the next person. You can tell them about the book. And have them purchase it. Or you can purchase one for them and send it to them. You know, help out your people that's connected to you so they can have financial freedom and stuff as well. That's what it's all about. I know I'll be laughing and joking and being silly a lot. I'm an entertainer, but I'm an educator too. I'm very serious about what I do. I'm very passionate about what I do. And if I can hear if I could be here to help you then so be it. I'm here. But as I try to be here for you, and as my guests come up here and bring you the content that they feel is great for you, they took the time out to do this. You know, it ain't easy writing a book. You had to experience something in order to write it. Then you have to do your research to make sure what you're writing is accurate. Because once the book is out there, you know, turn it back. Daryl knew credit was important. Darren knew cash flow is important. He took the time out to write the book. He took his time out to do the research. He put his took the time out to put together something so phenomenal for you. 
Now what's she going to do? I encourage you all to go purchase this book. Go on the website. You know, charge it to my head.com. Amazon. Go purchase the book. For you, your financial freedom, wealth, whatever. For your family, your friends. You can be there for them. You can help them out too. And let's really do some things. You know what I'm saying? Let's be better. So we can just, you know, work hard and play hard. You know, get things together. Even if you took a month, a couple of months, just to get things right. Be uncomfortable just a little bit. I always tell people it is okay to go ghost to get right. You owe it to yourself. So if you're going to go purchase the book and read it and educate it and study, to put some time to the side, get off social media as much as people are on it, it's crazy. Yes, I'm on it too. It's part of the business. But I still take time to study and educate myself because I always want to be a better person. It's not about me. It's not about me. About you guys. But yeah, take time out. Do what you got to do. Even if you're uncomfortable for a couple of months or even a year or so, so you can have better days and better years later on. Why won't you do that for yourself? Right? Like I said, everything is easier said than done. But I'm still going to say it because I love you guys so much. And you know it's true. But once again, I want to thank Dale Harmon for being on the T-Quest show and presenting his book to us. And I truly want to encourage you guys to go check it out. Correction, go purchase it, go support, go buy it. You can't go wrong and then bless the next one with it, okay? Do that for you. You deserve it. Something wrong with that, okay? Okay, I hope you guys listening. I'm not just doing the show for myself. Yes, I enjoy hearing myself speak, but it's not about all that. Once in a while, we got to do a show to better each other. So, once again, I want everyone to go support author Daryl Harmon and his book, Christmas is Coming. All I want for Christmas is good credit and positive cash flow. Okay? Now, if you go purchase it, you'll make T-Quest very happy. Why is that? Because I know it's going to touch you. I know it's going to help you. And I want to see all you guys happy. Because you deserve to be happy. This is your girl, T-Quest. You are tuned into the T-Quest show. Relatable, informative, yet entertaining. Relatable, informative, yet entertaining. If you haven't already, make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at T-Quest GLM. Download your T-Quest mobile app. Download it. That's right. Download your T-Quest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your App Store for free. If you enjoy my content that's on my app, I appreciate it. If you write me a review, hit me with them five stars. I let the people know how much you enjoy the T-Quest app. Make sure you hit up my website, gotta-love-me-world.com, where you can check out my music, you know, look at my pictures. <laughs> check out my radio station, which you can check out on my app as well. And just get to know me and step into my world a little bit. You can even purchase my music from my website and my clothing line. Yes. Like I said, your girl T-Quest is the ultimate entrepreneur. You already know what it is. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. And if you enjoy my show, all I actually do is tell someone else about it. Follow me on all social media. Rock with me. Support me. Let's just be here for one another. Like I said, I appreciate Daryl for being on the show. And make sure you guys go purchase his book. Christmas is coming. All I want for Christmas is good credit and positive cash flow. It's your girl G-Quest. I love each and every one of you guys. Until next time, over and out.